And it's like, okay, and but it was really just professing over my life that it is possible to live um, in communion with Jesus all the time that, and to never leave that. That is that is what is good. That's good. That is good. Welcome to Good Burger. I love that. <laughs> is that copyrighted? I don't uh, know it's about. probably copyrighted. Don't no. sue us. Don't sue us, please. We have no money. Keenan. That is a, that, you have more than us. That is a dry well. <laughs> don't, don't go If we are unbalanced, I might lean back a little. Lean back. Lean back. I, <laughs> as I was saying, it. You're listening to Father's Tin Man and Scarecrow. We're two different priests with two different personalities give two perspectives. I'm Father Nathan Hall. And I am Father Ryan Cow. In short, I I know I wanted to do a podcast with my friend. One because I, I always learn a lot when I'm hanging out with Father Ryan Kaup. And two because I don't know what you're always gonna say, and that's interesting to me. Yeah, uh, keep you on your toes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, he's an open, honest person. And, and I would say this is good because I'm more, um, of the, the left brain side, uh, more of, uh, <laughs> more, more kind of the cold calculating computer, like a robot, I, a robot with, you know, I know there are emotions out there and I do have them, but, but yeah, but you, on the other hand, you are definitely, um, you're gifted intellectually. Um, I'm not an idiot. He's not an idiot, everyone. But I would say you don't find it as interesting, maybe. Though. I'm not an intellectual. Yeah. Let's just say that. You're, you're really good. I read books, yes. you know, but um, I go with my gut a lot more often. Yeah. I mean, you're interested in people and their experiences. And I'm like, what's the data behind you? <laughs> kind of yeah. thing. So. And I'm like, boring. Put your <laughs> Excel spreadsheets away, loser. <laughs> I feel attacked on that one. That's fine. Um, anyway, uh, so Father Ryan, what's our theme for today? So our theme for today, it's great to be with Father Hall as we jump into this uh, little podcasting experiment. And uh, our theme today is what's good? Mm. What's good, bro? Mm. Uh, we were just, uh, you know, reflecting on, you know, where can we start? And, you know, you look at the world and there can be a lot of negativity, a lot of darkness, uh, despair. A lot of people who live with a lot of really heavy stuff and that can really wear on us and we can become really cynical, really negative. Um, and yet as Christians, we really believe that Jesus has won, that he has won the victory. Mm -hmm. And so in the midst of kind of all the messiness of living in a fallen world, there's still so much good. And so we wanted to start there, reflecting upon the goodness that we see um, and ultimately the good news of Jesus and how he has entered into the, all of this world and all of its messiness and redeemed it. And so there should be goodness for us to, to find and to see and to encounter and to live in and to choose to live in as we kind of stumble our way through the mess. Mm. Perfect. I definitely enjoy that. So um, in order to have more of a kind of lighthearted uh, opening to this, I'm actually going to start with a little, yeah, lighthearted question for you. I get this from my assistant pastor, though. This is his question. I'm very sorry for stealing this from you if you do hear and this. And I, I do not know what this question he is. does not know it's what this question is. It's a secret question. It's a secret question. So um, if we're talking about what's good, uh, Father Ryan, 
What is your favorite smell and why? Favorite smell and why? There are many smells I do not like. We could list those, but we will not because we are talking about what is good. <laughs> yes. Um, I would love to hear that. Like the bottom of the list. Oh, um, I think my favorite smell is probably outside right after it rains mm. and like a spring rain where mm. there's like grass, not like winter rain where everything's dead and sad, <laughs> but like a nice spring rain and you walk out and it's like everything smells new. Mm. Um, and, uh, oh, I think that's my favorite smell. That's awesome. Um, that's what's good. yours. So my, <laughs> my favorite smell is actually sawdust. My sawdust. Yeah. All kinds of wood dust. I would, I would think Why so. Why do we call it sawdust? Should well, it be called wood dust? Cause it's not metal. You're wow. And I thought I was the head one. But anyway. Um, yeah, no, my dad, uh, general contractor and. So he would always, that smell was always around him. So just growing up, uh, I just love the smell of sawdust. I go into a wood shop, you know, I think of dad. Um, I talk as if he's not with us. He's still with us. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, sawdust for me. I just, I'll pass a house under construction. And I'll be like, huh, I wonder what dad's up to kind of huh. thing. So that the is- The smell of diesel fuel reminds me of my father. Why is that? I don't know. He's always working outside and- Filling stuff up with diesel fuel, you know, tractors or whatever. So okay. when I smell that, dad. So dad. Okay. Uh, filling stuff up, I thought you meant like water balloons or something. No, no, no. Okay. Molotov cocktails. Yes. <laughs> that is a different, different thing. So why is this theme important? You know, we kind of talked about it a little bit. That, you know, really how we, what we choose to focus on really can um, affect just how we live and how we enter into life and how we interact with the world. And as Christians, we have this belief system. Um, we have these beliefs that we profess every Sunday. And yet we really have a choice whether we are going to live into those truths or not. Um, and, you know, often as I have kind of journeyed through the spiritual life now for, I don't know, some years, <laughs> I realize more and more like just our ability to choose um, Jesus. You know, and, and to really even asking for the grace to choose Jesus. And so in the midst of in the midst of all the stuff going on in our world, and, and we certainly can focus on the negative. Um, but when we choose to practice gratitude, to look for the good and to see the ways that God is actually trying to encounter us, like there's just something so much more powerful there. And we begin to live differently. And so mm -hmm. we we really want to talk about that today to not only to reflect upon our own experience, but uh, maybe to help other people to do the same. I, I think that's a great, great point because I, I know myself, I, I can be very fixated on what's wrong or not going right. And, um, it's almost, it's habit forming. I think that was like something very interesting when in all of either in seminary or being trained a little bit more by counselors was, um, like emotions are habit forming too. We, we just think that have like things we do are habit forming, but the way we react to a situation is habit forming. If I reacted with sadness to this type of situation, next time it comes up, I'm more inclined to act that way. And so I know I can fixate on what should have been or the ideal. And then if I'm like disappointed, like I can definitely develop that habit of disappointment um, pretty easily. Uh, so yeah, I know, I know this is very good. So that's why this, 
this theme really, really is important for us in this day and age. It even say. affects like our brain, right? Like when we form like neural pathways and mm -hmm. I don't really know, but I'm not, yeah. I'm not the brain. Well, right. It's called true, right? It's called synaptic pruning. Ooh. So, so Fancy. when you, when you encounter something new, your brain has like all these paths it could take, but um, synaptic pruning is, um, you know, it happens like when we're young, there's so many ways, so many choices, but over time, um, we kind of like a tree or a bush, we kind of prune the, the non-used paths that we take. So um, very interesting to see, like, I've always reacted this way. Well, maybe I have kind of pruned the acting positive or, or having that optimistic view. Um, yeah, so maybe we can regrow those pathways. Because a lot of times we, you know, we talk about personalities and people are like, well, that's just the way I am. And there's, there can be certain truths to it, right? Yeah. But then there's also kind of these formed habits as you talk about that, you know, oh, you know, I'm, the, oh, I'm just a melancholic person mm. or, you know, oh, I'm just a, uh, an optimistic person. Well, and, and there's something to that naturally, but also like learned behavior and learned experience. I, I like that because I think the most annoying thing to me is when people, uh, when people say, oh, I'm just a jerk, you know, I, that's just how I am. And it's like, I swear you could work on that if you wanted to. You might always be a jerk, but you might be less of a jerk if you worked on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, you're, if your natural inclination is to be someone who just is straightforward, speaking the truth, like, that can be redeemed a bit. Like, you don't have to be a bulldozer, but but maybe when the time comes, you can be a bulldozer, and that's that's always good. But yeah, that one always gets to me when someone's like, I'm just this way. Good luck, everyone else around me. <laughs> Have fun with me. Yeah, essential, essentially. Deal just, with it. Yeah, which can be kind of disappointing in general. Um, that's good. I, I really I really think that, yeah, this is important. So, you know, going this, how about we just answer uh, from our own perspectives? I would say, like, you know, Father Cowper seeing, like, the importance of just meditating, thinking about what is good. Um, so, yeah, Father Ryan, what's good? What is good? There's so much good. You know, I was, uh, as we were kind of talking about this, playing it for it, I was just thinking about all the the good that I've been seeing, um, I guess, in my own life, in my parish, in um, the school where I work, just like all the things. And it really has been over the past few months, just the shift of looking um, for the good. And, um, you know, for me, um, one of the things that I'm like loving more and more and leaning into is this um, ability uh, or this belief even of the saints. You read the saints and it's like, you know, you can maintain your peace of soul mm. all the time. Mm. <laughs> That's like a possibility, right? Yeah. And, you know, you read the saints and I don't know, I guess for me, when I, when I read, you know, um, St. Francis of Sales and he says, keep your peace at all costs or mm. you read about, um, other saints, um, Elizabeth of the Trinity, who's, you know, go into that inner cell, never leave it and just be in communion with Jesus and never lose your peace. And mm. I can read those things and I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> have you lived in 2020, right? <laughs> like, have you been around? There's a lot of stuff happening. Mm. It's really hard. Mm. Um, but no, but that's the truth of our, of the spiritual life. Mm. And, um, to really like double down and to lean into that. And, um, in October I had just a lot of, um, just a couple great experiences. Um, went to Mexico um, uh, with the Diocese of Lincoln on a Eucharistic pilgrimage, which was a huge blessing with an awesome group of people. And mm. I'm sure we'll talk about more about that on the podcast. Sure. Um, 
but then also had a, a five-day silent retreat where I was able to kind of unpack a lot of those graces for Mexico and just to keep um, just going deeper with the Lord and, and realizing that I can stay with him. Like mm-hmm. amidst the craziness of the world, mm-hmm. amidst the things that are just really annoying to me, uh, amidst the things that throw me off or have the, the potential to throw me off, I can say, Jesus, I choose you here. And like, I'm choosing to stay with you Mm. and I choose to trust you and that ultimately everything will be okay. Hmm. Like, like I, I might not understand how or where or when, but Jesus, I actually trust you Mm. and abandoning that into your hands in a real, real way, um, brings about a a lasting peace amidst sadness and amidst um, difficulty, but it's possible to live in that calm. Um, and so I don't know, for me, I'm like, that's good. Yes. Oh, I love that. Do you have, um, do you have any like personal, like I was going to lose my peace at this time. Is that a polite way to say, but, but you did lose my mind. Lose my mind. Um, but do you have any examples of like, yeah, for some reason in this situation, I had my peace. I can't even believe it. But yeah. Do you have any examples of that? Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot over the past month and really? a lot of them are just very small. Like, sure. There hasn't been a lot of stuff mm-hmm. kind of going on, um, catastrophes or otherwise. But a lot of stuff is, I've realized that one of my greatest poverties is that I get annoyed. Oh. <laughs> and I was just talking to some friends about this the other day about, how um, I remember going to kindergarten. Okay. And I remember walking into kindergarten, speaking of neural pathways yeah. and things, <laughs> I remember going into kindergarten and the teacher talking about how to tie our shoes hmm. and like talking about how we're going to learn letters. And I remember looking around the room and thinking, none of you can tie your shoes or read? Where am I? What is this place? And now I was blessed with a mom who was a teacher and it taught me a lot of stuff. And I just, you know, and so, but I remember that being annoyed as a five-year-old and everyone else, I'm like, slowing you down. You guys are a bunch of chumps (laughs) and I'm still good friends with a lot of them today. So hi guys. Hi guys. (laughs) You're not chumps. You all turned out wonderfully. Most of you. Mm -hmm. Um, But that, that poverty of that, I can get annoyed right away. And that can be my first reaction. Sure. And if I follow that thought train, Mm -hmm. Where does that go? It just spirals into like, oh my gosh, and I have to do this and I have to do this. And then this is dumb and this is dumb. And it can just turn into a whole thing that ruins your entire day. Mm. And then you wake up the next day and sometimes it goes away and sometimes you're still in that funk. And it's like, I don't have to follow that that thought pattern down. It's like abysmal yeah. end. Yeah. I don't have to do that. Sure. It's, a, it's something that happens. Uh-huh. I have an emotional reaction. I have a thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, this person... And I can pause and I can pray for them. And then I can say, Jesus, but you're here with me and mm-hmm. everything's going to be okay. And I trust you. Mm-hmm. And it puts things in perspective. Right. Oh, and they can live in peace. Sure. And it's like, okay. And, but it was really just professing over my life that it is possible to live um, in communion with Jesus all the time That's, and to never leave that. That is that is what is good. That's good. That is good. Welcome to Good Burger. I love that. 
Is that copyrighted? I don't uh, know it's probably copyrighted. Don't no. sue us. Don't sue us, please. We have no money. Keenan, that is a, that, you have more than us. That is a dry well. <laughs> don't don't go there. Um, no, that's beautiful. I love how you said in that poverty of annoyance. I that I think everyone should do that. Like, what is your poverty that that could take away that good piece? And yeah. I wonder mine could be that kind of melancholy or that sadness of like, well, this didn't go right. So what else is not going to go right? But you are exactly right. That's a that's a spiraling that we could choose in Christ's goodness not to go down. I love that. Oh, that is so good. Thank you for that. You know, in, in poverty, more and more I uh, delve into it. It's, you know, Jesus just inviting us to not be afraid of our poverty. Like we all have poverty, right? And so oh, yeah. we want to like ignore it or get rid of it. And we see that in society today. What do we want to do? We want to get rid of poverty in whatever mm-hmm. way possible. And and that can go to an extreme where it degrades human dignity, but we're all poor. Yeah. And so what's your poverty? And, mm. and Jesus wants that. That That's a whole nother podcast. I think you just came up. A whole nother What's your poverty? You can't just get everything out on this one. I know, yeah. Uh, we just can't. So that might be a whole nother thing. So stay tuned for that one. What's your poverty? I love that. What's your poverty? Awesome. That's well, uh, Father Hall, uh, what's good with you? And what? why? I love Where it. have you seen this? Um, what is good? You know, when kind of thinking about this, uh, I did get a little more uh, introspective, of course, just like, you know, what do I find genuinely good? And I was actually was brought to kind of a reflection on my life of just, uh, I've always been a jack of all trades. And um, you can oh, do everything. Well, just a little bit of everything, enough to get in trouble in anything. Um, but like, yeah. So in high school, that was just the list. Uh, you know, you went to a bigger school, so you had to pick certain things. But um, going to a C1 school... I could just pick everything. And so I kind of did football, basketball, track, chorus, band, uh, show choir, even jazz. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, jazz band, jazz, pep band, jazz band and hands and hands. Uh, same and same pet band, uh, speech, one acts. Um, so I was just jack of all trades. And, you know, especially going into college, I just took that and ran with that. So, you know, I picked being an engineer during the week, Monday through Friday, and then joined a band right away, freshman year of college. And so musician on the weekend. What I noticed like was I had a lot of people kind of reducing me to what they knew about me. So my engineering friends would reduce me to um, bridges, bridges, <laughs> my uh, uh, it's funny because my music friends would thought engineer they thought like trains oh yeah so, yeah so um choo choo uh so no, and then my musician friends would be like yeah music um you know so i got and it was no fault of anyone i just happened to run around with a whole bunch of different groups and i realized like you know there was a reduction to some degree of just random people who felt like they knew me because they knew a part of me and um the time in my life when it didn't feel like that was when I finally like had a real relationship with Christ. And it, and it took to my mid twenties, mid late twenties when he was finally like, I see all of it and I, and he can, and he, and he sees everything perfectly. He understands that sometimes in the, I'm in the mood to um, play music. Sometimes in the, I'm in the mood to 
uh, engineer sometimes in the mood to crochet. crochet. How so, does one engineer? Uh, I was like riff on engineering. You just you just riff on. You build something. You take something apart. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I guess puzzle. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just something where there's patterns and uh, an answer. Um, but I would say, yeah, I 100% like what is good is Christ can see every aspect of my life and not reduce me. He he just he just takes it all as a whole, and I feel like um, every part is me, and he understands all of me, and and so. Yeah, if you ever feel reduced, if you ever feel misunderstood, if you ever feel like someone just doesn't know who you actually are, just go to Christ and he sees it all in context. If you ever feel like that person at work didn't, you know, I got in trouble with this, but they didn't understand this, this and this. Well, Christ does. Mm -hmm. And so in general, I would say that that really spoke to me of of what is good is Christ's full knowledge of every part of you, but as a whole. Yeah. And he knows it and he wants it. I That is a whole beautiful thing as well. And delights in it. And he delights in it. He's not just like, it. oh, I got it all. You're cool. Yeah. But yeah. like, he wants it all yeah. and delights in it. Yeah. I. That is an, another dimension. That's even That's even what's gooder. What's the most is good? <laughs> what's the most is good? He not only sees you as a whole, but he wants it too. I think that's amazing. All right. So that, that's been kind of our meditation today of about what is good. What is good. What is good. And there's so many benefits. I think, you know, as, as Father Ryan said, just that peace that is so elusive, um, it, can be, it can be there. And feeling misunderstood or isolated or alone that can be remedied. Mm -hmm. And it all really is with that, with that encounter, that actual contact with Christ. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's almost as if this has to happen also before we want to even go evangelize or spread the good news of Jesus, because if we are only focused on the negative or just what we believe or just words on a paper, and it's not a lived relationship with the Lord where we encounter his personal love, it's, really hard to go out there and to say, hey, there's good news here. Do you want to know Jesus? Unless we're like really convinced of it. And, and and that's not to say we have to be perfect and have this like, you know, visions and be in mm. ecstasy before we do anything. Right. No, but, but there is this progression in the spiritual life that will never end, that we hope we can keep going deeper and deeper and deeper with the Lord um, to know his personal love and that it becomes something that affects the way that I see reality and that I live. I love that. So how do you get these benefits? Again, we, we talked about like, um, maybe you could just be a little bit more aware of this, just this, you know, what is good in your life? Start unpacking it because um, if you're not, that is a gold mine that you are not digging in. So mm -hmm. so so be, be sure that you yourself develop this habit of recognizing how you're reacting. Do you have a habit? Do you have an emotional habit of something? Uh, do you let something annoy you? Do you let something get you down? Um, take that pause, pray a moment, and say like, Lord, like, help me remember what is good in the midst of this reaction of looking at what is not good. Mm -hmm. All right. And if I'm feeling in a place of just like, um, I have a negative thought or I have something that's causing something in me and say, this is not the most powerful thing in the world. Right? <laughs> true. Like, like yeah. 
there is someone more powerful than this and I don't have to live here. Um, and so just remembering that and really looking for the good can be powerful. All right, that's our show for today. And remember, use your head. Use your heart. Because God gave you both. Amen. Thank you.